Attention. Attention. This is not a self-help podcast. Hello, everyone. It's been a crazy couple days. First of all, I'd like to congratulate myself for being consistent for once this whole month because I've been skipping weeks. I don't know why during this pandemic. There's a lack of efficiency that's going on during this pandemic. And also there's just a lack of glamour, a lack of glam, a lack of everything. And I thought it was really, really important for us to have... Can I call you a blogger? No. Um, What do you want to be called? Just tell me. I guess a blogger seems like a nicer term, but essentially, I guess I am an influencer. (laughs) Yeah, I fucking hate the term influencer. So I've never actually had like an influencer on the podcast because no offense, I'm not a big fan of influencers, except for this girl. She just gave me something to hold on to during this lockdown since the, the actually the first lockdown that we had back in March. Her name is Lauren Crow. She's quite nervous. I think it's your first podcast, isn't it? Have you been on podcast before? This is, yes, this is my first podcast. And so I will say it loud and clear. I love an aesthetic, an aesthetically pleasing feed. I try to have one. Obviously, I like fail all the time. But I just have a problem with bloggers that just make me feel like shit. And I and so I just don't follow any of them. And for some reason, your content just makes me feel good. It makes me feel calm. It makes me feel happy. I don't know what it is about it. Do you think you're able to explain to me and my listeners why your content has just been so soothing during this time? Well, thank you very much. Such a compliment. I swear. Basically, I want you to compliment yourself now and tell me why you think people are vibing with it. Well, it's weird because normally I would say because I think I'm quite relatable. Um, but I don't know if you have followed me for that long, so I'm not sure if that is the reason for you. Because most people know that, like, I'm from a small town. Um, I've been very natural through everything. Um, and they've just kind of, like, grown with me. Um, yes. But I don't really know if that's the case with a lot of the newer followers that I've got during lockdown. But I think that that's more... Um, I'm not really trying to showcase myself as like, look at me, I am amazing, I am skinny or I've got big boobs. Like, I think a lot of my pictures really are just to show like the product or like the life or yeah, what I'm up to kind of thing. I think that's so accurate. So there's something that I couldn't put my finger on it with you. And I find it very interesting because it's nice to look at because obviously you have an aesthetic that is very just inviting and makes you want to look at more. But at the same time, it's never just self-indulgent. So I started following you in March, actually. And I was like, her photos are amazing. I don't see someone who's annoying. I don't see a pout. I don't see someone like pressing her boobs to make them look like they're fake. So I kind of like that. And I like the aesthetic. It was minimal. It was very soothing. And then during the pandemic, you actually try hard to look nice, but it's not the unattainable nice. It's like, okay, we're in a pandemic, can't go to the hairdresser, but I'm going to use my air wrap. I'm going to buy cute stuff from Zara and I'm going to try and pull myself together. And that kind of like made me want to live that life too. And so I saw a photo of you where you were wearing these amazing Zara trainers and this amazing Zara puffy jacket. And I just loved the whole outfit because it was chill. It was effortless, but it was cute. And I sent you a message on your photo and I was like, where is this from? And you literally just linked all the products for me. And I was like, 
okay, we're going to be friends. I'm vibing with this. This is everything I want from an influencer. Why are we not getting more of these influencers? So I know I'm praising you a lot. I know you're probably blushing. Yeah, I honestly, it blows my mind. Like I get messages every day from followers being like, wow, I can't believe you replied. And like, wow, thanks for sending this. And I just can't understand. I mean, unless influencers are getting like, 10,000 messages a day like you check them we all check our dms like are you just ignoring them on average how many dms do you get a day Uh, I honestly don't know because I don't go back and be like oh there's 90 new messages because I do just see them come in and answer them because it takes like one second to be like yes or no or literally like send a link or whatever and I see so many influencers like use their like close friends when people you know, asking them something that they've already explained somewhere and been like, lol, how annoying is that? And it's like, well, it's kind of like our job. (laughs) I mean, I'm not an influencer, but like, I know that I have some people following me on Instagram. And when people ask me a question, I want to tell them like, that's the point of having a public Instagram account. It's because you're an oversharer. So why would you like look down on people who are like reaching out to you to, you to overshare a little bit more? I, mm-hmm. That's the difference between being self-indulgent and just being an oversharer and just wanting to share with people. Sorry, I just monologued about your account for so long, but I genuinely really love it. And it's a real problem now um, because you're making me buy a lot of stuff, including a Jacquemus bag. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the Bambino. I got the chiquito but the the medium one but still it was inspired by you and now I kind of hate you because you made me buy it I don't know if you know this but I do have a brand um how did I not I didn't actually know (laughs) this wait what's the brand it's called LC clothing like E-L-C-Y clothing and it's like lingerie swimwear it's not been very active over the lockdown due to like manufacturing and stuff like that um and I don't advertise it that much due to the Instagram stupid rules it's underwear and you can get shadow bands and stuff for like showing too much flesh and nudity and influencers are renowned for like losing followers when you do post stuff like that because it is triggering for some people which I totally get um so yeah it is hard to like make the two run alongside each other but right that's how I think that's what gives me the edge on like knowing like I know what I want an influencer to post for me for my brand I know when I'm like, that's going to do a good job. So you try to put yourself in the position of the consumer rather, this is what I mean, not rather than being self-indulgent. So I do this segment on the show. It's called tip of the week. I know you're going to be so fucking epic at this. And I know you've probably heard some of my tips of the week because you li- you've listened to a couple of episodes, right? I have. I was oh. literally thinking, what can it be? I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. Okay, one, because I feel like everyone, this will help their life. Well, both, I feel like they will literally change your life. So first is something I bang on about all the time on Instagram is this pair of Levi jeans that are on Amazon. I saw them. I love them. (laughs) They're literally Levi's 501s. And people are always like, you can get Levi 501s anywhere. And I'm like, trust me, I bought them from ASOS, bought them from Urban Outfitters, bought them from Levi's. They're not the same. Like they have an awful picture. So no one buys them. They look like trash. Um, I bought them because I work with Amazon. They gave me a voucher and I couldn't find anything I wanted. I was like, I'll get some Levi's and they're just the best thing I've ever had. I've got them in every color. They're called Boyfriend Cut 501 Women's Jeans. And they're just amazing. And why do you think they would fit everyone? Like for the people who are listening, give them a little bit of a, you know, what's your body type? Like why why do they um, 
why do they look good on your body type? They're just a classic, like, mum jean, I guess you would call them, but yeah. not baggy. It's like the mix between, they're not a skinny jean, they're not a baggy jean, they're high-waisted, they look vintage, but they look new. They're just perfect. What's your second tip, Lauren? Um, zip sticker. I got sent some this week and I had like a, you know, when you've got like braised skin, you can feel a spot coming, like it hurts under there. I put the sticker on, I slept in it and it was gone in the morning. In the US, people call them pimple patches, just in case some people are just because most of my audience is American. So where where are yours from? What is the brand? Are, are they from the same as mine? It's called Zit Sticker. I think it's American. I got them from Revolve. So you shop on Revolve a lot. I'm obsessed with Revolve. Yeah, I feel like people in the UK don't shop on it as much as they should. And I think it's because they think, like I get messages all the time saying, what's the customs like? What's the shipping like? Does it take a month? And I'm like, it literally takes two days and it the customs are included. Like it's not. It takes issue. two days. Customs <laughs> are included and the shipping is the same the same price in the UK than it is in the US. I'm pretty sure they have warehouses in the UK. And literally for the cost of everything on Revolve, it's pretty much guaranteed that it's free shipping. But whatever you're going to buy, if it's over $70. Literally. So you actually get sponsored stuff from Revolve as well. Would you, do you still shop on there? Or do you feel like now that you work with them, you literally just don't shop on there anymore? I do shop on there. Um, the zip sticker I actually bought myself because I saw someone else advertising them. Um, and I don't get sponsored. I just get gifted by Revolve. Right. Um, but a lot of it is like their edit, like what they want, what they're like offering to influencers right now. So right. a lot of the stuff that I want to put on my Instagram is just not in there. So I'll have to buy it myself. I'm going to give my own tip of the week. Okay. It's kind of a boring one. And I know that everyone is so sick and tired of hearing about hand sanitizers, but this is just so life-changing. My tip of the week is the, I think it's called Han, 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 hydrating hand sanitizer. But what's great about them is that they come in these little, um, how, what do you call it? Like a little tube that is so thin and just fits in your bag, but it's a spray. It's not like these liquidy things and they actually hydrate your hands. So as much as like, as well as being portable and super cute looking, they hydrate your hands and you spray them on. So it doesn't just like go everywhere and create a mess, but also you can keep the little container that is very aesthetically pleasing and you get a refill and you can refill it. And they have like a amazing scents. They actually smell amazing. So they don't smell very like hospital-y and they don't actually dry out your hands. And they're just the only thing I've been using during this pandemic because I can no longer tolerate a hand sanitizer that smells bad and that dries my hands. Honestly, can you remember a life without hand sanitizer? Seriously. Like, (laughs) but I actually thought the refill was pretty aesthetically pleasing as well, to be honest. I know the refill is also so cute. Like they've done such a good job with branding, but like also doesn't it make you want to sanitize more? Like you have this like little like cutesy thing that smells delicious, by the way. I'm like, when I see this, I'm like, I want to sanitize my hands. I, I sometimes actually didn't sanitize my hands because I didn't like the smell or the packaging or the feeling of the hand sanitizer. Sad, but true. (laughs) Can I admit that on a podcast? I think you can. 
I mean, maybe let's just say you washed your hands instead of using. <laughs> no, I actually don't wash my hands because it caused me like blisters. I was washing my hands so much that I got blisters. So there was a period of time where I just wasn't doing anything, but I live alone. So who cares? Like the only person I would be making sick is myself. And then I found this and now I'm back to being a good citizen and a good human being. So you know what? It's a great tip of the week. It'll make you a better person. Lauren, do you feel a bit more comfortable on the podcast now? Or you're a little bit overwhelmed. How do you feel being on a podcast? I feel, I mean, I've done like lots of Instagram lives and, you know, things like that. Um, But I guess like on Instagram, obviously I get myself into trouble all the time. Tell everyone about it. Tell everyone about it. How you got yourself in trouble on Instagram. (laughs) I want everyone to know. Oh my goodness. It literally wasn't even planned. Like it started out with, I did a QA, and a and one person had asked, who's your celebrity crush? And I literally just, you know listed about four guys and I was like I'm getting carried away like these guys are all so hot (laughs) and um then people started just messaging me and being like what about this guy what about this guy and I had literally hundreds by the end of the night so I put out a box being like who's your celebrity crush and I just had so many messages and was sharing them all and this just kind of went on for days but yeah it kind of led down a rabbit hole loads of people were and your requests like can you ask people what gives you them the ick uh, can you talk about bad dates and I so it became a forum it became a whole forum situation yeah I do like little series and um, people would be like thank you so much this is keeping me like alive during lockdown um and one day I was doing like bad dates and I had like a series of messages from people talking about all these horrific incidences with men and I literally wrote like men are trash without really realizing that men are trash is a statement that's like a movement like it's used a lot by feminists and articles as headlines like I didn't really realize that it was it had such power behind the statement at all yes yes and I got a violation for hate speech dead okay (laughs) literally just thought Sam Sado has reported me and like Instagram will look at it and think that was a mistake and just take it off my record. So I just literally did not take the warning on board, carried on doing what I was doing. (laughs) And then I got another warning. It was like, your account will be deleted if you continue. And And Instagram is your full-time job. And Instagram is your full-time job at this point. Yeah. And I've been literally shadow banned ever since but to be honest I still didn't really take it that seriously I just thought like I've never done any hate speech so surely like at one point this will be reviewed by an actual human being and they'll be like oh no that wasn't what does it mean (laughs) to be shadow banned for people who don't really understand because I've been shadow banned for like months at this point but like I just don't care because my entire brand is me giving my opinion so if I stop doing that what is my brand you know what I mean so a shadow ban is literally where only your followers that you already have will see your posts so I used to put up a post and if I looked at the analytics it would say like it's gained 200 new followers from this post like people around the internet have seen it and yeah now it's literally like one two one like oh, right. on every place. so I think I've got a, I've gone a step further from the shadow ban because my own followers don't even see my posts now anymore 
Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that um, they do limit that too. But I think because it's kind of like a double-edged sword, because I've done all those stories and I've gained such an engaging audience from that, I'm like it, managed it, to keep my head above water with the fact that they were so engaging. With the algorithm. So you managed to kind of trick the algorithm that way. Literally, yes, yes, just yes. Just because I've got so many DMs from people yeah so many of you have been asking yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) I do say so many of you have been asking like I'm not above so many of you have been asking because if two two number two many of you have been asking it's so many of you it's me not doing two separate dms so I don't give a fuck it's a time saver yeah but there's so many people that have been thinking it not asking so it's always good to put it you know it's so funny I'll be like oh you know so many people have been wondering about this and literally like my mum just asked me and I put up a story and then it's like a thousand swipe ups and I'm like, I just read your mind. So exactly. <laughs> As an influencer, you have to like think above the trends and know what people want. And so if so many of you have been wondering, you probably didn't even know you were wondering, but we're yeah. telling you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so you got shadow banned. I'm like the super shadow banned. But like, I don't really care because my audience is not necessarily Instagram. But like, I kind of wish it was sometimes. Like, I've just gone through a breakup during this pandemic. And like, I would love for some, for 2000 people to like my selfie and let me know how amazing I am. Like, Lauren, this was a really good segue. Talk to us about breakups in a pandemic because I know that so many girls have like reached out to you and spoken to you about it. I've actually spoken to you about it when I was like in my relationship, being like, I'm going to set you up with someone, but like now I'm not in a relationship. Um, how have you been like coping being single in a pandemic? And you say you are from a small town and, you know, there's very limited options for you to meet people and you're actually being very safe and very cautious. Have you been coping with just like the loneliness of it all? Well, I broke up with my boyfriend, um, I think, oh, I think it was July. So it was actually a time where we were allowed to like, I think, mix in groups of six. So I could still go to dinner with friends in groups of six um so that was like a blessing I did the whole go out get drunk every night oh we had a 10 p.m curfew I remember I remember too yeah that was here literally just that was the worst thing for COVID I swear because I would normally go out till like midnight and go home to bed but during that time like come 10 p.m I would go to another friend's house because I'm allowed to if there's only six people and you know carry on drinking like all night literally let me tell you something about after parties maybe you're not sardined in a nightclub with loads of people that could give you covid but you're in a house of six where you could potentially be hooking up with that guy these are other dangerous situations that people forget about because they're obsessed with covid like i actually kissed somebody at one of these parties same (laughs) and it's like if i was in a bar newly single in the town that I live in, where my boyfriend is around and people that know him, like no chance. Like yeah. also in public, like that's kind of like just doesn't happen nowadays at like my age. Like you don't just get with someone in a bar. So yeah, no. So you kissed a guy. Was he hot? Um, literally, he was my friend's housemate. Like he hot. Mine was not hot. I don't know what I was thinking. He's hot. But yeah, he is hot. <laughs> yeah mine mine There's was no like a, a slight mishap it was a, a mishap mine was a mishap because like it led to 
somebody wanting to pursue something that I was like, no. Oh, you led him on. That's a nice one. I've done that too, actually. <laughs> you know what? We're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. I've led so many people on. I'm not surprised that I'm having a very sad breakup now. Maybe it's karma. But so you were lucky that you were able to go out and have dinners and stuff. But what happened when you weren't? How did you cope? Um, I don't know. Like, I'm honestly not bothered. Like, I'm so grateful that this pandemic is forcing me to be like this. And like, I'm not doing this because I've got no one to hang out with and I'm single and I'm miserable. Like I'm doing it because I'm forced, not because I'm like, oh my God, I'm so alone. Like I don't have anyone. So you're like surrendering to it almost. Literally. I mean, it would be nice to go for a date or something, I guess. But like when guys talk to me on dating apps, uh, I am not fucking going for a walk with you in a park. Why not? My friend went on a date and she was just like, it's the worst experience ever because you're both looking like straight ahead. And like the most important thing is to like have eye contact and like be brushing arms and like be dressed up and like be a bit tipsy. And to just stand like humor is lost when you're like not facing each other. But don't you There's no chance of a kiss at the end. There is none. Like I've tried doing the COVID walk date thing. There was no kiss. And it was like even more awkward than like a tipsy, like, should I, should I not? It was like, I shall not and go fuck yourself. But like, this is my question for you. And a lot of people are saying this and I'm not asking you to challenge you, but I love playing devil's advocate because that's who I am as a person. Don't you think that because of this pandemic, we should kind of adapt to the new way of life rather than just be sad and moany about what it should be like and what it was like? Um, yes, but But not with regards to dating. Like, I feel like this is a message for the universe for everyone to just take time for themselves. Um, okay. How do you feel about a FaceTime date? I've never had one, obviously, because of my opinions on that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, if I did it, I would literally want to get drunk. Like, it would be like, let's have a FaceTime date to drink a bottle of wine like I'm a drinker my dates I like to be going out to have drinks like same. to keep the edge off like to have a laugh same I just don't want anything that feels like a meeting I get it so I did a couple I did I think two FaceTime dates with like with the same person and they were actually really nice the only thing that wasn't nice is I was the only one drinking but at that point I was like I don't give a shit because I need a bit like just like we're doing now cheers Lauren um cheers I just need a little bit of wine to loosen up. Like I just, I just, it just makes everything better. Mine went actually surprisingly well because I wasn't distracted by anything. I wasn't distracted by anyone. I had great conversation. And the two FaceTime dates that I have were probably some of the best conversations I've had with, with a person. Yeah. I mean, I get that because like so many times when I've kind of started you know, I've just met someone, we were on the phone and it's like, oh, we've been on the phone for like three hours and I've just been laughing. Like I get that whole thing, but I've met those people in real life first. Do you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the taking it from dating app to that, to me, is just like wild. What, what, what do you think you've like learned from dating and relationships by just taking this time to be on your own? Do you feel like you've changed, it's changed your perspective on like the way you approach men and the way you approach dating? Um, definitely me and my ex-boyfriend were together for like seven years. Uh, he was probably like four or five years younger than me. Okay. And so when we were first together, like he was so young in hindsight. Yes. And like an asshole, 
of a man, you know, as they yeah. all are when they're young. Um, and so just so many like red flags ignored. And what's I've learned the most from is my story is like hearing other people's dating things and learning how much like I don't take my own advice. Like I will tell girls day in, day out to like stay the fuck away from this man. He is toxic. And I'm like, I put up with this same behavior for like seven years. And I it's really made me be like, you have to like have boundaries and like check yourself. Like people always say we're not good at taking our own advice, but like Taking this time to be alone should make you realize I need to fucking take the advice I would give to my best friend. I said this on a TikTok the other day because I've just recently got into TikTok. I thought it was bullshit and I'm really enjoying it. I, someone someone asked the question, like, what would you tell your 20-year-old self? And I was like, I would tell my 20-year-old self that the fuck boy, we're allowed to call him a fuck boy on a podcast because you can't get shadow banned on a podcast. Hint, hint, Instagram, take notes. When you get those red flags, believe them. Don't ignore them, which is what you did with your ex-boyfriend, which is what I did with my situation that left me just like annoyed and upset. I, I just always ignored the red flags because you're yourself and you always think you're the exception. You're not the fucking exception. Okay. Once Literally. a fuck boy, always a fuck boy. And I've said this to other people. The fuck boy may like you. He may love you. He may develop feelings for you. But the fuck boy will always be a fuck boy. So those tendencies will always show in different situations. So if they're not showing in one specific situation that is making you feel this person is worth your time, it'll show in, a, in another situation that is going to make you realize that these people don't change. That's just how they're wired. What is who's your favorite like pop culture star to look at and kind of stalk on social? On social media, I you, would say you like the I Kardashians. Well, I do like the Kardashians. I guess I don't follow them all though. I think I follow Kendall. The others I just stalk. Okay. Um, which is ironic actually, because one of my triggering points, which when I did a lot, my last mass and following was like, unfollow all models. They're not influencers. I'm comparing myself to them as an influencer and I'm not a fucking model and they are like, right. I need to stop following models. <laughs> Cause you know, you get these like smaller models that are influencers yes, and their, yes, yes. their vibe is just so cool. And I'm like always comparing myself to them and I'm like, they yes. are a model. You are not. But I feel like it's easier to compare yourself to Kendall because as I said the other day on one of my Instagram posts, I posted a before and after photo of Kylie and I was like, when I'm rich, it's over for you hoes. Because if you can go from that to today. Literally, I'm I watching Kardashians right now, like old ones. And to watch the Kylie like gradual. I'm on series Kendall. 10 now. Even Kendall. Kendall's done a bunch of shit. Mm. Do you feel like she's okay to follow because we know that... They do all this shit and we know that if we did all this shit too. I mean, I think it's more like small influencers who are just like so stick thin and also probably 18. And I'm like, stop comparing yourself. You're 32, as we've discovered in this podcast. And But know, also you don't face June. You don't really face June, I can tell. These a lot of girls face June and a lot of girls do a lot of stuff and they don't eat and they do the fit tea, the shit your brains out tea, I call it. Because I tried the tea and it made me shit my brains out to the point where I couldn't feel my asshole anymore. Um, <laughs> those girls do that too. So, you know, they're 18 and they, they're thin, but maybe their asshole is literally just numb. I, either it's like burning or it's just numb. Literally, but they're children. Their bodies, they are children. They're children, but I want a fully functional asshole. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I have tried the tea, but I think <laughs> I was a child as well. 
And, and I what happened when you tried the tea? I think nothing happened, to be honest. I was oh, really? waiting. I was waiting. Like, when am I going to go to the toilet and be skinny? Right. But nothing happened. <laughs> That's amazing. So and you know what happens with these tea? So I was actually back in the day when I had like 5,000 followers on Instagram and I thought I was so fucking epic. I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I didn't, I wasn't even using as an influencer thing or a podcaster thing. I just had it. This tea company contacted me and was like, can you post about the tea? So, you know, I drank the tea. I shat my brains out. I posted about the tea and obviously like I lost a few pounds of like water weight, but then I was like, wait, people are going to think that they're going to buy this tea and look like me. Like I've always, naturally had a flat tummy so I was like these motherfuckers instead of going to people that like you know are trying to lose weight to show before Mm -hmm. and after they're going to already smaller people to show them their genetics but with a photo featuring the tea it took me one tea of shitting my brains out to tell myself never posting any of this shit again never trying any of this shit again I feel like that's the problem is like when you're first starting out like you don't even have to try it they're like we just want a picture of you Um, and you're just so excited for a brand to have contacted you you're like I don't even care if I've had the tea morals are not in question then because you're not getting like trolled for not having any and you're just like yeah okay I'll post a picture then someone else will want to work with me which is so problematic and anyone who's like really small I try and say to them when they're asking for advice like just make like just make sure like it will come back to haunt you (laughs) if you blow up um, let's talk about the Kardashians. So I wanted to chat about this painting that Northwest apparently did or did not paint. And I wanted your opinion. Honestly, I am such a like glass half full generally person. Like it didn't even question my mind that she didn't paint it. Like I just saw it and was like, wow, she is so talented. <laughs> like, oh my God, amazing. And then I started like reading all the comments. And I was like, oh, people think like they're photoshopped the name on and like people are laughing at it um I don't know to be honest like from reading all the different sides of wasn't some people who've been in the same art class drawn the same picture I was thinking maybe it's like a paint by numbers maybe there is actually like a formula to this painting that's like I thought it was a paint by numbers I thought it was a paint by numbers as well like literally it's something for dummies like anyone can do it yes it's going to look like a masterpiece at the end but it's not actually that hard yeah but when you look at it zoomed in which i'm doing now it just looks way too like maybe it's a stencil i don't know the colors look way too blended in to be like a paint by numbers paint by numbers is usually like very separated yeah and these are just blended in so well that I'm paint by numbers like metaphorically like there's a formula like first of all do this layer then do this layer then do like someone's taught her it's not just like she's looking at the landscape and freestyling this magnificent painting is this girl an art prodigy and if she is an art prodigy here's where my mind goes when it comes to the kardashian we have a bunch of people that are not super talented not super skilled that will monetize any fucking way they can if someone is a prodigy why are you just posting on instagram rather than monetizing the shit out of it because we all know that you will take any opportunity to do that and that is what's making me feel like it's not real but do you think kim is saying that she's a prodigy 
because I just got the impression like she was just like oh look at this cute painting like she's not saying she's going to be the next Van Gogh she's just like Kim doesn't need to say it (laughs) Look at the painting. A seven-year-old. I can barely fucking apply eyeliner and I'm an artist. But did you see other six-year-olds showing exactly the same painting? Like I went to that art class 10 years ago and painted exactly the same painting. Like they literally just teach you how to paint that painting. These seven-year-olds are not Kardashians that monetize everything. So I'm not trying to like, you know, have a whole debate about this. But all I'm saying is... Why hasn't this been sold for $7 million? I mean, I think it will, even if it is paint by numbers, just because it was by North. This is what I mean. And if it's not being sold yet, it's because she knows that if someone scratched the surface, they would find those numbers. Or if someone (laughs) actually purchased the painting, they would see the signature being photoshopped. I do want to believe that she did it. I have... I have so many good intentions. I just want Northwest to be a prodigy. I want all those things for her. I love that for her. Do I believe it? Deep down, deep down. I want to believe it. Do you believe it deep down? I just literally think it's funny. Like I kind of do believe it, but I don't believe it's as simple as like she just saw a picture and she's literally the most talented painter in the world. I, I think that she has been given a guide of step-by-step step how to like paint this picture and you could go to the same class and come out with that painting. It's kind of like cooking. If you're left to your own devices, you'll end up with a dry piece of chicken and like gross salad. But if you're like in a class where you're giving all the utensils and you're giving the step-by-step and you're watching someone doing it and replicating every single move, yeah, you can come out with like a top chef meal that you've made yourself. Shall we leave it at that? Can we agree on that? Yes. Um, have you seen on the Daily Mail today that Kristen Cavallari is now going to be back on the hills? The new, the season two of the new, the reboot. I was literally going to say, have I missed a season? Because how long ago was season one? Like it two years so ago. Long. It was so long. Literally. Yeah. Have you seen the season one of the reboot? Yes. I Who's have. your favorite? Um, I really wanted to like Audrina, but I was like, you haven't changed. You haven't seen the red flags yet. Like you literally have not had that pippany moment of like men are trash. (laughs) But so who was your favorite if it wasn't Audrina? I like Brody because he's in the Kardashians. Yeah, but But he's such an arsehole. He is awful. But Spencer and Heidi will forever baffle me. Um, but Whitney, you can't not like Whitney, can you? She's so boring. It is boring. I'm trying to think who's in it. Who's in it? It's been so long. I, can I be honest with you? I'm obsessed with Jason and his wife. And I think they're such a cool, quirky, cute, loving couple. She's quite like spunky. Like I, ju- I really enjoy those two. And I thought they did really well on TV. I'm trying to remember that. Like he's come a long way hasn't he, from his days on the hills i know i'm actually really excited for Kristen to be back on there because i think that on her e-show she was very curated she was very filtered because of her husband and you know they tried to upkeep this image and i feel like now she just doesn't give a shit anymore and i feel like we're gonna get laguna beach days Kristen back and that is all i want from a reality tv that is the beginning of me falling in love with reality tv Literally, she's going to go in there and be like, I have to be like the old Kristen. I've she's going to go in there, I have to be the star. She knows she needs to be the star. <laughs> yeah. 
I literally think he needs going on to reality TV. You were born for it. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. But um, I feel like you need to do that when you're in LA. Like this, the, the British programs are not it. Love Island is quite entertaining. Yes, but would you want, like, I feel like it's, it's not my you vibe. would lower, but like you'd, it'd also be a death sentence. Literally. I, I'm literally like, I've had DMs so many times from ITV, like, do you want to audition for Love Island? And oh! I'm like, firstly, I'll be the oldest person to have ever walked into the house. Well, we all need to stand out somehow. <laughs> and then I'll find myself another 20-year-old boy. That is just exactly what I'm looking for. Are you? No, absolutely not. Like, I mean, I would go on it for fun, but I think um, as an influencer unless you want to stick to a certain niche of brand you it's a death sentence i have a feeling you're not super down to promote the next med spa and then do weekly workouts on your igtv that's not your vibe no lauren it was such a pleasure to have you on the podcast can you tell everyone where they can find you share your handles and everything and your brand as well Thank you. Uh, my Instagram is at Lauren Crow with an E, 88. And my brand is LC Clothing, E-L-C-Y Clothing. Also follow Lauren Crow Home because it's inspired a lot of the shit that I've bought in my house at this point. I, that's a newbie to me. Lauren Crow Home is new. Go follow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.